Alright, so what is going on guys? This is Frank Zorowski here, and I am joined by Alex Drover of the Quebec Major Junior Leagues, St. John's Sea Dogs. Alex, how are you today? I'm great, thanks. How are you doing? Good. Really excited to have you on. So jumping right into it, how is Newfoundland in terms of a hockey environment with such a rich history of former teams such as the St. John's Ice Caps, the St. John's Maple Leafs, and the current East Coast Newfoundland Growlers? And that's and that's a big thing, especially with the hockey that they're playing. They're playing good hockey. It's not like just normal hockey, average run of the mill hockey. They're playing good because the the Ice Cats went to the Calder Cup final. The Growlers won the Kelly Cup, and it's it's just a, it's it breeds like you said this this growing interest in hockey on this wonderful place we all know as Newfoundland. Yeah, so before you were in the queue, you scored a lacrosse-style Michigan goal when you played for the Halifax McDonald's. Take us through that play and the way it evolved behind the net. Well, uh, you know, ever since I was a kid, I remember uh, I watched a video of Sidney Crosby in practice. Uh, I think it was maybe with Ramuski at the time, actually. But he, uh, you know, put that lacrosse-style goal. And I remember, I, might, I don't know, I was very young when I watched it. Never since then, I was like, you know what, I'm going to do that someday. So I remember hours at a time, picking up the puck of my stick, working on these cool puck tricks, and, you know, I've done all the way through. I remember when I was 11, I had a YouTube video of puck tricks. <laughs> but, uh, no, like, I've always practiced it, and, you know, it's practice if you're not going to use it the game, right? So Precisely. I puck, uh, yeah, I got the puck behind that. One of my teammates passed it to me. I timed uh, My other teammates were not a change, so I'll uh, myself. And, you know, the offenses don't want to be creative, right? So I was behind the net, and I figured, what better time to do it? So, you know, I picked it up on my stick. I put it right up over the goalie's shoulder. And, you know, it was, uh, it was definitely a good moment for me. Uh, yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was definitely, it was really cool for sure. Yeah, and that's and that's a really big deal. It's just like it's if you're gonna use it in a game, you gotta put in the hours. And everybody sees, oh, the Svechnikov, the Michigan move. Everybody thinks, oh, it's just like a, a one trick pony. But you got you have to develop that off the ice, and that's what most like casual fans won't realize. It's like it's the amount of work that goes into these kind of trick goals that really, really ends up with a six to seven second highlight reel that'll go around the world. Yeah, of course. You know, uh, everything takes a lot of practice. You know, picking the puck up on your stick is definitely a tough skill, so it requires a lot more practice. I remember when I was, uh, I was nine years old, I was in a school summer in Judah, and I, uh, you know, I really practiced and practiced and practiced, and I did the 360 move. So instead of being behind it, where you pick it up, you uh, the lacrosse, to get the move. you skate down, you pick up the puck, you spin, and then throw it in the net. Yeah, it comes with practice, and those those moves are beautiful to watch. 
So you were drafted really high up in the queue, number 10 overall by Cape Breton. Being selected that high in such one of the big three Canadian leagues, the obviously the WHL, the OHL, and the Q, what does it mean to you to be in that kind of caliber, that top 10 caliber with the draft picks in the Q? Oh, it's amazing. I was truly honored to be drafted 10th overall. Uh, you know, I've got the 10th Cape Breton. And, you know, I had a good year in midget, and, you know, I was working very hard. It comes from hard work, but, you know, on a fast day, I just remember getting my name called, and it was amazing for me and my family. You know, we put in so many hours, so much hard work, and, you know, when you hear your name called, it's just, uh, it's, you're so happy, and, you know, there's that much is relief, you know. I made it this far, I'm just going to keep working, I got to keep practicing, keep building up, and then, you know, bring all that momentum into you. But, uh, you know, being drafted 10th overall, you know, uh, being top 10th, that was big for me. But it's just it's a stepping stone, right? So I just Precisely. keep working and uh, hopefully, you know, get uh, drafted in the NHL someday or uh, you know, get uh, a camp and got, just got to keep moving forward, right? So, Precisely. You know, that was a definitely special moment for me and my family and just got to see where it goes, right? Yeah, and that's a stepping stone, and a lot of guys think a draft day, a draft day is huge, but it's it, like you said, it's just a stepping stone because you see like guys who have who have gone gone like number one overall in the NHL. I'll use an example like Neil Yakupov, who's who really didn't pan out as well as a lot of people had expected in terms of development. And then you look at a guy like Joe Pavelski, drafted late round, whose name is synonymous with Captain America. So it really, like you said, it's a stepping stone process, but that, that emotion, that pride, the, the hours that you put in, it's all coming to fruition for you. Yes, exactly. I remember the first day I got to camp, coach, uh, you know, our, the, the coach I was with, he looked at us and he was like, boys, he was like, uh, you know, drafted is just a ticket to training camp. And, you know, that's that's what it is. Being drafted, you know, whether it's the 10th round, which I'm super happy about, I mean, 10th overall, I'm super happy about, or drafted 200th overall. You know, it's a ticket to training camp. you got to work your butt off until you get to that point, and then that's where you got to show what you have. So it is just Yeah, so shifting gears now to your current environment, how did the environment change between Cape Breton and St. John's for you as a player? I know the Sea Dogs are in the process of rebuilding, but what changed for you going over to St. John's? Exactly. Um, so when I was in Cape Breton, Cape Breton was an older, uh, more experienced team. They were, like, you know, a lot of my teammates were 19, 18, 19, 20. They had, uh, you know, a lot of experience under their belt, and that year that team was going for it. They wanted to see how far they could make it. They wanted to push for it. They brought in a lot of key points. They made a lot of trades to make that happen. I was uh, was part of one of those trades. Uh, St. John was a younger team, and they're looking to rebuild a younger O2 crop kids, and they want to build it and see what, you know, build it over the next couple of years and try to win the World Cup two years from then, which is actually now. So we're, uh, we're in the process of, you know, uh, going for it this year and next year, which is, you know, very good to be a part of. But, you know, when I was in Cape you know, being a part of a group that was all 18, 19, 20-year-olds, they taught me a lot when it comes to experience. They said, you know, you're going to get hit. You're going to, you know, they they showed me what it took to live that QJHL lifestyle, how hard you had to work, what you had to put in. I learned that from them, and when I was trained over to St. John with that younger group, you know, I brought that what I learned, that experience I learned from them, I brought that over to St. John, and, 
You know, like the younger crew here, or was the younger crew, we all work really hard, we push, and uh, now we're at where we've been now. Yeah. So over this, this year, this season, the next season, it's going to be really big for us because now I'm one of the more experienced guys, and I'm excited to uh, see where it takes us. Yeah, you're just translating that that experience to the younger guys. They gave it to you in Cape Breton, and now you're giving it to the guys in St. John. Exactly, yeah. I'm an older man now, so you know, I'm going to be, you know, there's a lot of couple, there's a couple rookies on our team and a couple new guys, so I'm trying to, you know, teach them the roots, what I had to go through and show them, you know, how to, you know, live in this lifestyle, how to keep working hard, how to not let the outside affect what happens to your game or affect you. So, uh, it's, uh, it's a lot for sure. We have a lot of experienced guys on the team, and I'm so happy to be a part of it because it's a special group we have in that room for sure, and I, I truly believe we're going to do great things. Yeah, so what are you looking forward to with this coming season? I know you guys just kind of started up, but and how have you used the COVID-19 time to improve your game? Yeah, so over, uh, over the quarantine for us, and my, me and my family in Halifax, I took a lot of time out in the driveway shooting a lot of pucks. I watched a lot of you, like watched a lot of YouTube and videos on hockey and different movements. Um, so I was always looking to further my game during that time. Of course, I took a little bit of time off the ice because the ice surfaces wasn't open to arenas. So during that time, I had to find other ways to be better. So I seen it as, you know, I got to push harder today than any of my opponents, and that's where I'm going to gain on. I'm going to gain on them during this quarantine. Well, I was in the gym every day. I was watching video. I was shooting parks. I was doing everything I can to get that step and to further my own game. So, so uh, you know, now I came back in the I had a very strong preseason. I, uh, you know, I felt very good. I felt very powerful. And, uh, you know, I'm just hoping to keep carrying that over to the regular season. Yeah. For a couple of games in the regular season. So far, I'm doing pretty well. I just got to keep, keep it up, right? So, our team was a big was a big step for me because it gave me that chance to get ahead and I tried to take full advantage of that. Yeah, and that's, and that's a big thing because some guys will be like, you know what, it's a break for me, but this is what really elevates, it separates the, the, the good from the great in a sense where if you're going to take the time to take some time off versus are you going to use that time to better yourself in terms of getting, getting like you said, more film in, shooting more pucks in the driveway, or analyzing how I can improve my stride, or just little things that make all the difference. Exactly. That's totally correct. Yeah, it's all about, you know, if, if you want to win, if you want to get better, you got to put in work, well, you know, whether we're in quarantine during a pandemic, whether everything is normal, you know, it's the it's the people that work the hardest that's going to be the most successful and that's going to get the most out of it. And I'm just trying to be that guy, the hardest worker. Yeah, so you're coming up with uh, draft is coming up for you for next season. Obviously, you know, it's a big year for you. What do you feel that separates you from other prospects at your level and what off-ice assets do you bring to a locker room? Yeah, so, you know, this is a big season for me and this is also a big season for my team. You know, first things first, I'm looking to help my team uh, with the Sea Dogs win a championship. That's my number one goal. That's, you know, the eyes on the prize for me right now. In that, you know, I see myself as a hard-working player. I'm a 200-foot player who can be responsible in the D zone, be creative and score goals in the offensive zone. I see myself as a player that is present, 
win every single battle, and I have no quit on the point. And I feel that I have a scoring touch as well. So when I'm around the net, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna my butt off until my puck is in the back of the net. And that and that so, never. No, I can't. no, go ahead. Sorry. So uh, yeah, so I'm you know I'm just one of the hardest work guys on the ice and off the ice, and I just I you know think that scouts enjoy watching play because. And yeah, that that passion you have to bring because it's one thing to play the game and just kind of go through the motions. But if you're energized, if you're buying into every single step you take on that ice, it really will pay dividends in the scouting process and in your eyes on the prize mode, winning uh, a Quebec Major Junior Championship for the Sea Dogs. Yeah, see where it goes from there. Alex, before we head out today, is there anything else you want to say to our listeners in the U.S., Canada, and beyond? Yeah, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate it. I appreciate you coming on today, Frank. I've had a lot of fun with this. And, uh, yeah, just overall, thank you very much. All right, Alex Drover, the St. John Sea Dogs. Alex, thank you so much for the time. No, thank you.